0: Adams going long. Moran. He hit it. He hit it. He hit it. 70. you
1: got to
0: be kidding me. You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL.
2: Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Tuesday. Lightning bets coming up. In about 20 minutes. We'll get to those. We'll get to a nickel dime, nickel or dime here in a second. But first, a couple NBA things that we didn't get to last time. we wanted to uh, to hit on. Joe, you wanted to hit on a game, and Aaron, you had a future you were interested in talking about. Joe, uh, Atlanta and Boston tonight. Interesting one. I'm seeing Boston favored by six tonight at home against Atlanta. Atlanta
0: yeah well it's uh interesting on a number of levels first off you've got the seas and they're sitting there right now in the eastern conference with the sixth seed they're the team that's gotten a lot of steam people they've been the hot team in the conference so a lot of people have bet on them over the last couple of weeks and then you've got atlanta they're just they're barely in right now barely in the play-in game uh some higher on them moving forward than they have been throughout the season obviously they haven't played very well but um I'm curious to see if they're going to try more. Like they they were talking about that. Oh, we were just bored. Uh, What are they going to look like in the final stretch? Because we remember last season when they made their move, that was later on in the season. They started to get some support there. Um, Just are they going to show up in any way defensively? And I just find it to be an interesting matchup because you got the, the Celtics favored by six. And on one end, you've got, the uh, terrific offense on the Hawks but they can't play defense right. so it's that that very strong Hawks offense going against the phenomenal Boston defense uh not sure that they can uh, continue to play the level that they've been at but I think it's a pretty good matchup I I would lean to the dog here uh in this one how about you guys
2: I would lead under in the game. Uh, probably the dog in the under. Uh, this feels like a closer game. Two twenty-seven. With the way Boston's defense is played, I know Atlanta could go crazy and, and Trey Young could score. You know, and, and have big games, and he's had a lot of them. But uh, that feels like a feels like a number will go under. I would go the under tonight on the game, and, and probably uh, with Joe on the plus six with Atlanta. Probably a closer game.
1: I don't have a good feel for this one. Um... Maybe I, I think I would do lay the points with Celtics. Go the opposite way here. Um, I really like Yeah, they've just been playing so well. I don't trust the Hawks as much. So I might just. Well, the Collins
0: team. news last I saw he was game time. But the Collins news is going to be huge here. I mean, their, yeah. their, their defense. It's kind of like the conversation that we were uh, we were having on the Bulls with right. or without Caruso. Same thing with the Hawks with or without Collins.
2: Yeah, he gives some energy in the defense. Uh, he's not listed right now on any props, which I'm not surprised about. We'll see if he pops in later. Aaron, what what future did you want to throw out there?
1: Yeah, so the Grizzlies are plus thirteen hundred still to win the Western Conference. They are playing very well right now. Um, they've won eight of their last 10. I know we've been talking about John Morant all show. Listen to who they're playing. They've got the second easiest schedule remaining in the NBA. They've got the Magic, the Rockets twice, the Pacers twice, the Pelicans twice. Now, they do have some tough games with the Suns, Celtics, and Bucks. Um, but it is the second easiest strength of schedule in the NBA. Um, you take a look at how the Suns have lost two, two straight, um, They're struggling a little bit more. They miss Chris Paul. He's probably coming back for the playoffs, but if he's not 100%, I mean, this is kind of like you're banking on, you know, maybe Chris Paul not being there, or maybe he's re-injured, or maybe he's not his full-strength full self. Um, and then you look at the Warriors without Draymond Green. They're certainly vulnerable. I think it's a good bet. You got some good value at plus 1,300 because the Grizzlies... Are right there right now um as the three seed
2: so i i think the value is on their seeding spot and they should be better off like they're in that two three range and we've talked about how the warriors are not the same team they were two months ago if draymond doesn't come back healthy and clay can't get it going i won't be surprised if they knocked off the warriors in the second round and that puts them in the western conference finals i mean aaron i think there's some value there because their path their path is a good path if they stay in that two three range now, if they fell mm-hmm. to four and they had to play the Suns in the second round, I might back off, but they could get to the Western Conference Finals. And you know what's interesting about them? We, we talk about we like the heat, right? How good the heat are and they're underrated in the East. They're basically the same record and they base basically the same point differential and we never say the same thing about, about Memphis. I understand there's two better teams top the West, right? They, they have the tougher path than Miami does. But like Denver has better as shorter odds. So does Utah. I'm not sure that that's right. Especially at where we haven't seen those three players play together yet this season.
0: Isn't that just experience, playoff experience, lack thereof? that Maybe you can steal one in the first round, but but you can't make a deep run. So the Toronto path is just, that's, I can't get behind, even if we're looking at the easier schedule. So if we look at the remaining schedule being soft, and it is, okay, but are you jumping Boston or Cleveland? That's it. Can you avoid the play-in and jump? Cleveland, Boston, I'm I don't expect Milwaukee to be down there. So that's that's the tough part. And let's say let's say you don't do that but you win your playing and you're in. And now you're looking at a first round matchup of Chicago or Miami. Right. On the road, I don't love it's just it, it looks like an uphill climb series after series after series. So everything would have, have to fall their way. They'd probably need some injury luck as well.
2: Sure, I mean that's and that's part kind of part of it. Um, Like you know, sometimes injury luck plays your way in the playoffs. You got to have the future on the team though, right? Like last year, the Suns got some injury luck. I mean, Donovan Mitchell for you,
1: everyone got hurt, and they just remember everyone thought it was a fluke because of all the injuries.
2: Yeah, I I think based on how Memphis has played this year, they should be better, at least higher than Denver. I mean, I I really think that in the Western Conference, I think that's that's a little bit off. And and if they keep playing like this with John Mm. Morant. It'll change. Um, it, that, they're an interesting team. I mean, Jaw's. See, I, I
0: like Denver more. I, it and maybe may I'm um, intrigued by the unknown, the players that are not there right now that I expect right. to be there before the season ends. Right. But I I would rather have based on. Okay, right now, if you're picking a team, do you want Jaw on your team or do you want Jokic? Jokic in a playoff series. You want Jokic, right? Jokic. Yeah, right now, Jokic. Right now,
1: yeah. yeah. I did. I did put a future on the Nuggets last week, um, or was it the week before? It's all running together now. But I, I mean, you do look at what the Grizzlies are doing, and you know, I wouldn't be shocked if they're right there.
2: So if the season ended today, and obviously it doesn't, and there's a lot of season to go, but that would be the first round matchup. Denver what would take on yeah. Memphis. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, like I, I'd you be ta- in all
0: Utah, Dallas right now, four or five. Yes.
2: Great. And if you go, just go to the east just to play the matchups out it would be boston philadelphia and cleveland milwaukee would be the two that we we would know the matchups are
0: well, okay you know it's so we taught we were talking about baseball expansion and how some people would be very upset about it well we've got 16 teams in the nba actually more if you want to include the play in uh going in every year and we we have Potentially phenomenal first round matchups. Yeah. So nobody complains about it. I, I think for the most part, there will be outliers, but it would be the same thing with baseball if we go to 14.
2: I agree. P- people would, this would happen anytime there's expansion. People yell and cry and scream, and then they see it and they experience it and their team's in it. They're they're all, and I, I think it'll work out just fine. All right, let's get to some nickel or dime here. Jake Hassan. Hey, Jake. It's time for Nickel or Dime. Should you spend $500 or $1,000? Open up those wallets. We give you the answers on Nickel or Dime
0: on BetQL Daily. Good evening. Good morning. (laughs) (laughs) I said what I said.
1: Did you pull an all-nighter?
0: No, God, no. (laughs) Absolutely not. How did, how did it feel watching that Bulls Heat game and seeing uh, the best player collegiately from the state of Illinois on the floor for Miami, Max Juice. <laughs> that is just... I, I was thinking about that last wow. night. I'm like, he looks, is he the best player from uh, good the chirp. state of Illinois right now? Good chirp. <laughs>
1: mean, but good. That was rough. Yes. Anyway. Where are we going? I don't know. Where do you want to go, Joe? What's up?
0: Uh, NBA MVP. Yeah, sure. Let's do the it. All right. Topic. Would
1: you, would you rather put a nickel on Ja MVP
0: 13 to one or the dime on Jokic plus
2: three ten? I mean, I already have enough, uh, enough tickets out there on John Moran. So we'll go with Jokic on this one. Uh, for this reason, their schedule, and I think Aaron brought this up is very light, um, in, in the month of March. He's got his players coming back around. They could rise in the standings here. We might be reaching peak John Morant or soon peak John Morant in terms of of his number. If if there's any injury or you just like missed a few games with Joel Embiid, I feel like Jokic is there ready to steal the award again. I would go the dime on Jokic.
1: Me too. I love Jokic. He's a triple-double machine. His brothers can kick your ass. He'll kick the voters. (laughs) Butts if they don't give it to him back to back years. I don't know why. Why do voters not want to give someone the MVP back to back years? Like um, they shouldn't force someone else into getting the award if Jokic deserves it.
0: I think are we putting that on the voters? Do we know that?
1: I don't know. They're I keep worse- hearing it like on podcasts that yeah. I'm listening to, he's not gonna win it because the voters don't want to give it to him. I'm like, well, that sucks. He's good, he should get it.
0: I've probably said the same thing. However, in that straw poll, the difference of first place votes between Embiid and Jokic was only three. It's very clear. The thing is, there was a small group of people that left Jokic off the ballot, which is scary. I think that's why people keep saying it, which is silly. So if Jaws the MVP, I win my Miles Bridges most improved 100 to 1, right? I think so. All right. So, Jaw.
2: Is that really what matters here?
0: Yes, of course, it's what matters. Um, the, some of the metrics do scare me, as I mentioned <laughs> earlier. There's a big gap between the top three and the rest. I don't think Ja has enough. If I'm being real about it, it's probably unless he keeps having games like he did last night, he's not going to be the MVP. It's going to be one of those top three, and Jokic is in the top three, so I'd go uh, dime on Jokic and with you guys. All right, so Zach Price brought up the idea of early february parlaying morant mvp just going off a little spin off of this parlaying morant mvp with each of bridges, garland and murray for most improved player each parlay is at least 200 to 1 what do you think about that
2: so it's it's kind of the idea Joe that you just brought up that if yeah. john morant wins the mvp he won't win most improved player so then you take one of those three guys and it's almost like if this happens, this will also happen, and you have a gigantic payout. I mean, it's a long shot for a reason.
0: Is the narrative mm-hmm. that that we're talking about, other people are talking about, accurate? That Ja is going to get an award. Yes.
1: I don't know I that it's hearing is. the most improved. Is, yeah, you know
0: that's what the odds say. Which
1: is kind of disrespectful, but he he's shouldn't. Already, he's not. He was already awesome good yes yeah. there was people talking about him like hoping he wins the mvp last year so to say he's improved it's not like he took this huge giant leap
0: why is that a rule that he has to get an award this year i love jock but well, he's mvp but caliber you don't think he's going to win most
2: like if he doesn't win the mvp don't you think he's going to win most improved not should he? do you think he's going to
0: no because i'm going to base it on history and I think people are just guessing here. No, I don't so, think you will.
2: So so how do we how do we parse the history? I mean, I, I generally agree with you. Players like John Morant, number two overall picks don't don't seem to get this award. It's more guys that kind of came out of nowhere or they were like middling young players and they took a big leap. Right. He he wasn't right. that. Th- though, I, um, I'm looking through the history of the award. There's some exceptions. I guess the biggest exception. I remember where he was drafted. Would be Kevin Love. Kevin Love won one most improved player in oh, I remember that. 2011. Okay. So and that was his first All Star trip. He was what the fifth overall pick in the draft. Like that's that's probably our closest comp. He was a very high pick, and then he became better than that.
1: But he was never on Ja Morant's level no. or status.
0: But he was really good.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was really good. And then obviously started playing with LeBron, and his numbers went down. I think we forget how good he was. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't year- know that
0: Randall should have gotten it last year because he already had multiple seasons averaging at least twenty points. But he did. So maybe he, they're changing the vote on the award. Could be. Yeah. yeah.
1: All right. Cool. Good talk.
0: Last NBA 1 would you rather go nickel on the Mavs 19 to 1 Western Conference winner or the dime on the 76ers to win the Eastern Conference plus 350
2: Tough Dime on the Sixers I mean they have they have Harden and Embiid They're like plus 48, 48s so they got together on the court It's got to be that
1: Harden finally playing with a true big man. They seem to like each other for now. All that matters is this season before Harden wants out. I think they could do it. Give me the dime on the Sixers.
0: There's probably going to be a series or two in which the Sixers have the two best players on the court, right? I think that's the whole idea. Uh, I'd go with Dallas, Nickel, because I'm looking at the very top and it's wide open. We don't know when and how Chris Paul is going to look when he returns. We've seen Golden State slide without Draymond. When is he going to be ready to go? Uh, it, it feels like the West is wide open wide while open. the top of the East is pretty stacked. And the way Dallas has turned their defense around this year, why can't it be them? They have that uh, superstar player. So at 19-1, to 1, given these two options, I'd go nickel Dallas.
2: See, now we're back on the Jason Kid Coach of the Year train. You got me thinking about that again. Joe O, yeah. Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth. It's BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Lightning bets up next.
1: These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily
2: from BetQL.